This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Well, a big player and a very important player in um, all racing codes, really, in New Zealand, uh, Gallops Harness, even Equestrian, I understand, is IRT Transport. They set the standard for shifting the very, very valuable cargo in a lot of instances, um, not only just around New Zealand, but the Trans-Tasman stuff, a really important time of the year for Richard Cole. He is the principal of IRT. Richard, welcome in. Good morning, Steph. Um, beautiful sunny morning here in Auckland. Of course, of course, and um, it's not always like that. We always seem to get some rain, but just um, just give us a background. IRT has been around uh, as long as me, I think. It's, it's a really big component and an important part of the racing industry in New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, look, we're celebrating our 50th uh, year this year. Um, a long time to be in business, and I guess through uh, recent times with COVID and the like, uh, a lot of businesses have, have, have had to become chameleons, and that's certainly been something that IRT has, has done for a very, very long time to survive in challenging times. But um, a fantastic part of uh, an industry to be involved in, um, critical behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on, and it's just a really exciting time of the year for us. And there's so much. Well, give us a bit of an understanding about, I mean, you'd have to prepare a horse for a trip on a on a plane and then there's looking after them on the plane and then they get off. It's not just about a trainer just turning up to the airport with a horse and chucking it on a plane like humans do and then get off, go through customs and away we go. How, how, big, a, how big an ordeal is it to shift countries with, you know, horses that can be worth millions? Without any shadow of a doubt, the last few years it's become far more challenging. Um, no question, the amount of red tape, certification, um, it's become a really big challenge. And talking to uh, David Cole, um, uncle and partner, now retired partner in IRT, who's been doing this for uh, close to 45 years, I would suggest. Um, you know, I think he said to me once upon a time, you could just pretty much show up at the airport, you know, put a horse on and away you went. These days, the work that goes in behind the scenes is um, is just really uh, it's substantial. Um, we have a large team that has to prepare all the required documentation. I mean, the transplantment is still, I guess, in the scheme of things, quite a simple process. But further afield, uh, when we talk about stallion time and so on, the the logistics, uh, the certification, the the testing, the um, vaccination requirements it's it's a big ordeal it really is uh putting aside as i say airline airline space availability that we, we struggle with a lot these days as well because with covid you know the world went crazy um airline air freight in particular was at an absolute uh, maximum capacity uh, and horses wasn't something that they were overly fond of at that point in time so we've had to battle our way through uh, to find the appropriate space to be able to get horses on and to keep the industry moving because it, ultimately that's what it's about if people can't get there to race or to breed or 
or as you as you mentioned with equestrian or, or sport horses, um, none of this happens. So yeah, my team do a phenomenal job because um, obviously IRT is a global business. We're based in uh, seven countries, I believe. So you know, really, really key part. And as you said, those with that is the grooms. We've got amazing professional grooms. Some of these guys have been flying with these horses for 40 years. So we've got staff there. So it's a big, big operation. Uh, a lot of people don't quite understand what goes in, but at the end of the day, nor should they have to worry as long as their cargo arrives in one piece. That's our priority. Um, I'm known for my random questions. You've just said something that made me think of a random question. The horses on the plane, and you say you have handlers and grooms that travel with them. They don't travel in the hold, though, do they? Do they go back up and sit in the plane and then go back down when they land? How, how does that work? <laughs> Depends which groom you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, in, all, in all honesty, um, they're constantly checking the horses, uh, you know, and depending on the length of the flight and and the number of horses, um, our ratio obviously is critical with horse numbers. Uh, we are a little restricted, you know, with airlines because you can't put a groom on a plane unless you have a seat, um, and uh, that's 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 one of the requirements of the airline. So um, they they play a really integral part, but they are constantly constantly checking on the horses, making sure their welfare is at its best, that they are drinking. Um, because, you know, unlike humans, I mean, and, and we're all different and when we travel, we can at least communicate how we're feeling and the anxiousness or whatever it might be relating to travel, but horses don't. So they, these guys, they see it in the signs of horses um, and how their, uh, how their reactions are, how they look, um, and they, they play a massive part in ensuring that these horses arrive safe and sound and, and in good order. They really do. Oh, good to hear. Good to hear. Another... Really cool thing is, like, as I've mentioned right at the top, an integral part of the industry, you give back too, like you sponsor um, things and, and, you know, financially you're prepared to make some money out of the game, but you're prepared to put it back in as well. And you're sponsoring the IRT New Zealand Cup. It's uh, it's the pinnacle for harness racing. Um, simple question, why? I joined IRT in 2016, and I'd come from a, a licensing background prior to that. Um, one of the things that I was always very mindful of in any business involvement, that it's always a give and take. Um, you know, we had been very prominent in the harness industry. Um, I mentioned in an article recently back in the 80s, you know, there was probably at least 15 to 30 standard breads going to the USA every fortnight. Um, there was probably close to anywhere between four to 600 horses traveling to the USA going back, back as far as that time is concerned. I just felt that IRT as a brand, we needed to you know, uh, improve our exposure. Um, I'm really more about event-driven activity rather than perhaps print or the like. Um, it was an opportunity that came up with, again, with COVID. Um, the uh, sponsor had decided that they weren't in a position to renew. We had already had quite a strong presence at Addington with the mobile barrier, which was something that was new to us as well that I was integral in, um, in bringing on board. Um, the opportunity presented itself. We jumped at it, uh, and it's been a phenomenal move for us. Uh, the, the team at Addington, I can't say enough positive stuff and great stuff about how they manage themselves in the industry. Um, the racing down there has been uh, – the racing industry, I should say, down there has welcomed us with open arms made some fantastic friendships. Um, they've certainly helped lighten my pocket a little bit in, in getting involved in ownership. 
but I think you know, coming back to the to the key of it, that it's really just about ensuring that we're supporting an industry back that has supported us very well, and we try that across uh, all codes. Just we've been fortunate enough to be able to to be able to put our name to this iconic race. It really is. It's it's, it's fantastic. And the joint favourite for the race, we have Darren Williams on most weeks, and he gave us Rock and Roll Do about a month ago when it was at 26s. It's now the joint favourite. Um, and I'd imagine IRT organised Rock and Roll Do to come to New Zealand from Australia. Yes, uh, Greg Pope, one of our ops guys. I don't like to single people out, but he has um, done an amazing job in communicating uh, with the owners and the trainer of this horse, bringing him across. Uh, he arrived obviously safely. The, um, the praise that's been heaped on Greg and and the work that he's done to get this horse here in, in fantastic order, uh, it, it's, it's fantastic to see. Because I think these days people are very quick to, to be able to point out things that you don't do well um, and probably not as fast to, to point out the things that you do. But um, they've been they've been over, over the moon with the service that they've received and how the horse has arrived in, in great order. And, and also probably, like Darren, Greg was also one that was singing this horse's praises a month ago and told everybody in the office that they should get on. Um, I wasn't smart enough to listen, unfortunately. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and you're also, you got some ownership of some horses as well yourself? Yes, I do. I am driving to the airport this morning. I've got my car, um, I am in the car with my wife, so I'd probably be a little reluctant to let on how many. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I have enjoyed uh, a lot of fun in recent years racing harness horses. I I came primarily from a thoroughbred background. My grandfather was a horse trainer in Takanini. Um, his his brother, in fact, was a Stanbury trainer. Um, so you know, I, I had a bit of uh, involvement in both codes early on. But um, got uh, got some nice horses going around at the moment. Um, Franco Mac finished second behind a cooter in the in the big race at Addington last Friday night, Thursday night, Friday night, whatever night it was. He goes around again on Monday. Major Perry just recently. Uh, Competed in the in the big race in the Derby in Victoria, um, so yeah, and there's lots of other sprinklings of, of, of horses around. So really, loving my involvement in, in the in the game, and it has been successful to date. And um, yeah, long may that continue. But I've I've made sure that where I could to I've I'd like to get involved in some of these younger guys an opportunity. Not that I've driven it, but just to take a small share and in, in, in horses, you know, for some of these younger guys to help them along the way as well. I think that's really important. Good on you, Richard. That's outstanding. And finally, someone out in the office just whispered to me, just ask Richard if uh, Deep Beauty's a chance tomorrow because it's had a bit of a plunge on it, we reckon. Well, I did get the voice message through from Roger this morning who tells me the horse is extremely well. Not overly convinced about the draw because he is a horse that tends to like to go forward. But uh, we do live in hope. <laughs> we do live in hope <laughs> that's universal so, in horse, horse ownership that's, uh, you, you, you got it you got it so as I say if you've got one going around at least you're a chance that's it hey uh, Richard Cole from IRT thanks for everything you do for the industry I think it's great you're giving back uh, sponsoring um, so many things across all of the codes I think it's just outstanding and uh, we wish you well uh, the big time of the year for harness racing is coming up spring carnivals in Australia you've got your hands all over the best horses and you're looking after them well thanks for joining us today and sharing a bit of your story really appreciate your time thanks guys have a great weekend life's busy take this deck there's heaps to do on it like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance.
Trex, the world's number one decking brand.